Today is Wednesday. It's the 22nd of January, 2020. So this is the sixth Metta Retreat for foreign meditators at the Chamyemyain Meditation Center in Pienza, the township of Pionlin, in the division of Mandalay. Today is the first full day of this retreat. So Sayadaw will give instructions for the practice of metta meditation. There is quite a number of meditators who have been here, who have already attended a metta meditation retreat, who have already practiced metta meditation. So these meditators, you have um, already understood how to practice metta meditation. For those meditators who are new to this retreat or to this practice, you don't know yet very well what is the meaning of metta and how to practice metta meditation. So this is especially for the new meditators, what Sayadaw is going to say. Sayadaw is very pleased that all of you meditators are here and uh, he is proud of you that you come to practice metta meditation. So to practice either metta meditation or to practice vipassana meditation, this is something that not everybody can do. But the fact that you are here and that you uh, will do it, can do it, uh, this is something uh, to be uh, proud of it. The practice of metta meditation is actually something that should be practiced by every human being, by every deva, celestial being, or by every living being. Mm 
This is a practice that everybody should do because if really everybody would engage in this practice or the practice of the Brahma Viharas, then uh, this would make the world uh, peaceful. However, as there are only few um, living beings who engage in the practice of metta meditation or the Brahma Viharas, that's why there is so much uh, suffering happening in the world. And that's why the world becomes such a hot, um, such a hot burning place. So one should understand how to uh, practice metta meditation, uh, practicing uh, it oneself, and so from from this, then it will radiate out. And so, when one is engaging in the practice of metta meditation, or if every being would engage in the practice of metta, then first of all, one oneself will feel calm and peaceful, and also it would make the world a calm and peaceful place. And if one cultivates metta, loving kindness, then also it's not so difficult anymore to cultivate mudita, which is sympathetic joy, or karuna, which is compassion. One time, an American yogi meditator asked Sayadaw, you do uh, teach metta meditation retreats, why don't, you, uh, why don't you teach mudita meditation retreats or karuna meditation retreats? So Sayadaw said, when you 
cultivate metta, loving kindness, and when this metta becomes strong and powerful, then when a situation arises where mudita, sympathetic joy, could arise, then actually based on that strong metta, mudita will arise by itself, or else if there is a situation which um, would uh, arouse compassion, karuna, then based on that strong metta, compassion, karuna actually does arise. So karuna or compassion is that quality when by seeing a living being who is suffering or in distress, then compassion arises in oneself. And mudita, sympathetic joy, arises when we see a person, a living being, who is doing well, who is uh, successful, being rich or healthy, then sympathetic joy arises. So when the metta is strongly cultivated in oneself, when loving-kindness is strong, then it is not difficult for karuna, compassion, or mudita, sympathetic joy, to arise. That's why Sayadaw is teaching metta meditation retreats and encouraging uh, meditators to uh, engage in that cultivation of loving kindness. Metta means the wish for the welfare and happiness of all living beings. And we call it loving kindness or benevolence, friendliness. So it means that one really wishes that other living beings are doing well, that they are happy and healthy. It's the wish that all living beings have enough or adequate clothing. It's the wish that all living beings have a good, adequate place to live. Yeah. 
It's the wish that living beings are physically healthy, that they are free from physical suffering. It's the wish that living beings are free from mental suffering, such as worry, distress, any kind of mental suffering, and that they be happy and peaceful. So the, it's the wish that everything is well or everything is complete for living beings. And so this is what we call metta. The Buddha compared this quality of metta with the state of mind of a mother for her child. A mother wishes for her son or daughter that her son or daughter has enough adequate food, clothing, and a place to stay. And the mother wishes for her children that they be physically healthy and well, that they are happy. The mother wishes for her children that they uh, are well off, rich, and that they get a good education. So the mother um, loves her children even at the risk of her life. And it's not only um, human mothers, but also animals, uh, female animals. Um, have the same metaphor there, kids. So one of the dogs here, she had puppies. So Sayadaw noticed how this female dog, the mother dog, came to the dining hall to get food, and she ate the food. Then she went back to her puppies, and then uh, she, she vomited 
the, the food to feed her puppies. And also the mother dog protected her puppies very well. She would not let any person come close to the puppies. Uh, no yogis and not even the monks could go close to the puppies. But then um, two meditators, Burmese meditators, uh, they took the two puppies uh, away, took them with them. And after that, the mother dog was very sad, so she would be howling, crying at night, kind of, where are my puppies, where are my kids? And it looks like this female dog is pregnant again and will get more puppies. So uh, one has to be careful not to get too close to her because she uh, might bite. Mm-hmm. Because that mother dog, uh, she actually five Burmese meditators. So Sayadaw uh, wants to let you know that please do not touch the dogs and do not feed the dogs. So metta is this um, quality of the heart and mind of uh, loving uh, their children. So metta means the wish for the welfare and happiness of all living beings. And metta bhavana, the practice of loving kindness, is the cultivation of loving-kindness, friendliness, benevolence in one's own mental continuum or in one's own heart and mind. And when we cultivate metta, loving-kindness, we should do it 
in, in our own language, a language we are well familiar with. So, as you all understand English, so you can do the cultivation of metta in English. To do the cultivation of loving kindness, for example, in Pali, the Pali language, you should only do it in Pali if you understand the Pali words very well. If you do the cultivation of metta in a language you do not know or you are not very well familiar with, then um, it will be more difficult to arouse the feeling of metta. But if you do the cultivation of metta, loving kindness, in a language you understand very well, in your own language, then the quality of metta will arouse uh, very quickly. Therefore, do the cultivation of loving kindness in a language you are very you understand well and you are familiar with. And for the cultivation of metta, using the metta phrases, metta wishes, please keep the wishes short and to the point. Do not have long sentences with many words, but it's better to keep the sentences short. This is because if your metta wish is a long sentence with many words, then uh, it will take much longer for metta to arise in your heart and mind. However, if you use a few words for your metta-wish, a short sentence, then this helps to arouse metta uh, more quickly and also the concentration based on this metta practice will deepen more quickly. So cultivating metta means uh, repeating this metta wish 
for the uh, like ladies for good health and uh, mental will or happiness. Um, so repeatedly reciting this wish. So for example, cultivating metta for oneself, a phrase, a metta wish like this is enough. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. So, may I be well? Well refers to, to be well in one's body, like physical well-being, to feel healthy, to be free from physical suffering. And happy and peaceful refers to the mental well-being, so meaning to be free from worries, sorry, distress, to be free from the kilesas, the mental defilements, meaning to be happy, calm, and peaceful. So then, radiating metta for ourselves, we focus our mind on ourselves, on our body and mind, and wishing ourselves, may I be well, happy, and peaceful. So focusing uh, your mind on yourself, on your body, from the top of the head down to the toes, being aware that the upper part of the body is upright, the lower part of the body is uh, sitting on the floor, on the chair, touching the, the ground. So being aware of this and then uh, radiating metaphor yourself May I be well, happy, and peaceful. Thank you. 
So cultivating metta, by cultivating metta we recite this metta wish for ourselves continuously without any break and this is like the, the hands on a clock be it the second hand or the, the minute or the hour you know they are just moving constantly without the break without stopping and in the same way we recite this metta wish in ourselves silently all the time without the break So <clears throat> look at the clock at the wall here or there. So you should try to develop metta in this way continuously without interruption like the hands on the clock. And if the, uh, the, the clock stops, it's not working anymore, then you can stop the meta practice. <laughs> so if you cultivate meta in this way, continuously, uninterruptedly, then metta, loving-kindness, will, uh, not, will not take long to arise. Now, Sayadaw will explain the difference between cultivating metta or practicing vipassana meditation. Because among youth meditators, there is quite a big number of meditators who have already practiced vipassana meditation. In in the practice of vipassana meditation, we are mindful of all the phenomena which are arising in the body and the mind as they are, as they are arising. So whatever objects are arising in our body and mind, we are mindful of them, we observe them. Or when thoughts, thinking mind arises, then these thoughts or thinking mind becomes the object of our vipassana meditation, we are mindful of them. Or else when we hear sounds, then we are mindful of hearing the sounds. 
However, metta meditators do not need to be mindful of these uh, objects, different objects that are arising. So all these different <laughs> objects that may arise in the practice when you're doing metta meditation, you do not need to pay attention to these different objects, but your focus is all the time on the cultivation of loving kindness on the person for whom you are cultivating metta. However, if your mind goes to a different object, then as soon as you notice it, bring the mind back to the person for whom you are cultivating loving-kindness. And in the walking meditation, when doing vipassana meditation, meditators are mindful of the movement of the feet, uh, being mindful of left, right, left, right, or being mindful of the three parts, lifting, pushing, dropping, or being aware of intention, lifting, intention, pushing, intention, dropping and so on. However, for metta meditators, you do not need to pay any attention to the movement sensations in the feet, but your focus is all the time on the cultivation of metta for the person who is the object of your metta meditation. Another point to be mindful of is in order to arouse a strong and powerful feeling of metta, it is important to continuously, uninterruptedly cultivating metta for the person who is the object of your metta meditation. And whether there is a mental image of this person or not, that it doesn't matter.
So what is important is to um, cultivate metta, loving kindness, that it becomes really strong and powerful in one's heart and mind, directing our focus, our mind towards the person who is the object of our metta meditation. However, whether or not we get the mental image of this person is not important. If you get the mental image of that person, just let it be, but you do not need to focus on this mental image. You, need to, you do not need to, to hold it in your mind or to keep it. Now Sayadaw will uh, explain the sequence of how to practice metta meditation. When we call loving kindness metta, first of all we cultivate metta for ourselves. Then the second category of persons is a respected person or a person uh, we admire or a person we call a benefactor. In the scriptures it is said that this kind of person can be or is the preceptor or uh, one's teacher. Then the third category is the person to whom we feel very close, a dear friend or a family member. The fourth uh, category of person is a so-called neutral person, meaning a person we neither love nor hate, or just um, an ordinary acquaintance. Then the fifth category is the person whom we hate or an enemy or a person we find with which with whom we have some difficulty a difficult person and then the sixth category is all living beings So to begin with, we start with cultivating metta for ourselves. So cultivating metta for ourselves 
as I as just mentioned before, we focus um, on ourselves, on our body, and then cultivate this wish for us to be healthy, happy, and peaceful by uh, reciting silently, may I be well, happy, and peaceful, may I be well, happy, and peaceful. And so we do that continuously, uninterruptedly. So why do we need to start cultivating metta for ourselves? As you know, the wish of metta is the wish for the welfare and happiness of all li- living beings. So first of all, we have to feel metta in ourselves. So to have this empathy, first of all, for us to know what it is, and then we can extend it to others. So when we start radiating metta for ourselves with the wish, may I be well, happy, and peaceful. So with this, you know, we come to understand or we see in the same way as I want to be healthy, as I want to be happy and peaceful, other people, other living beings, they too want to be well, happy, and peaceful. And so based on this understanding that I want to be happy, we understand, yes, others want to be happy and well as well. And so after developing metta for ourselves, then we go to the, fir- to the second category, to a respected person or benefactor, a teacher. So a teacher, benefactor, like monks, they have a preceptor. Nuns, they have a preceptor too. And meditators, lay meditators, you have had teachers or have teachers in your lives. Um, Any teacher who taught you uh, something valuable for your life. So... Uh, pick such a person then for cultivating metta for this person. Mm. 
um, one's parents, father and mother, of course, they are also our teachers. Actually, they have been our first teachers in our life. One's parents are one's first teachers in one's life. Mimi, mother, Pepe, father. So they teach their little children, this is rice, this is curry, and so on. <clears throat> so therefore, um, you also can consider your parents to be your teachers. So in this category, you could also um, choose. So among the teachers that you have in your life, pick one person, one teacher, and then cultivating metta for the teacher with the words, may my teacher be well, happy, and peaceful. May my teacher be well, happy, and peaceful. while uh, cultivating metta for the teacher, direct your mind towards the teacher or um, be aware, or keep the teacher present in your heart, in your mind, and cultivate the metta. May my teacher be well, happy, and peaceful. You may have more than just one teacher, two, three, more. But now for the practice, please choose just one of these teachers and then keep this one teacher for the cultivation of metta. So let's say if you sit for one hour, then cultivate loving kindness for yourself for 30 minutes. And after that uh, 30 minutes cultivation of loving kindness for your teacher.
And then when you get up after one hour of sitting meditation, when you go to do walking meditation, in the same way, the first half an hour cultivate metta for yourself, and in the second half an hour cultivate metta for the teacher. And then, when you go to the dining hall while eating, while washing your face, while taking a shower, while doing your yogi job, so whatever activity you do, cultivate metta for all living beings. So cultivate metta with the words, may all beings be well, happy, and peaceful. May all beings be well, happy, and peaceful. So while taking a shower, you take the shower and you cultivate metta for all beings. May all beings be well, happy, and peaceful. Likewise, while eating, while sweeping, while getting dressed, and so on. And when you go on the forest path, going around the center, when you do that, then you can also radiate metta for all living beings, or you could radiate for the living beings that you are seeing, the birds, the bugs, whatever, or if you hear a living being, then you could radiate uh, metta towards that living being. So this should be enough for you to understand how to practice metta. So by cultivating metta, loving kindness, may all of you feel happy and peaceful in body and mind. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.